What's up guys and girls, welcome to episode one of this week's rant. This is the podcast where I attempt to talk about things that interest me, little different top topics, uh, but with a twist, I'm going to try and do it in as many different accents as possible, whether it be regional accents somewhere f- far away, some of them are good, some of them are bad, some of them are terrible, uh, if, if you like any of them, leave a comment down below if you're watching it, uh, if you're listening to it, then drop us an email that I mentioned later on in the video. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to say that uh, take everything that I'm saying with a pinch of salt. Uh, if you're from any of the areas that I'm attempting to do an impersonation of, don't take it to heart. You know, I'm just messing around. It's a bit of light-hearted fun. Uh, just something something a bit different than, than your usual just droning on about, about random stuff. I'm droning on about random stuff, but in in what I perceive to be different accents and hopefully it's entertaining for you. And without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to this week's rant podcast. Now I was going to call it a rant of the week, but it seems that there's a lot of other rants of the week on on YouTube, also on iTunes. So we're going to go for this week's rant. Uh, <laughs> it's a podcast where I'll be talking about a range of different topics from professions, interests, my my interests, my personal interests, uh, philosophies, conspiracy theories, current events, you name it and I'll talk about it. My name's Oliver, uh, I'm from, believe it or not, I'm not from Scotland, no, I'm actually from a small little town called St. Helens in the north of England. Now, I've had a few different ideas of starting podcasts and wanting to talk about stuff like, you know, interests and stuff close to me. Originally, I wanted to have, like, guests around and speak to my mates and maybe have a bit of a laugh about things, but it seems with the coronavirus, I just can't do it. Like, I can't get people around here without breaking some kind of law, so why not just do it on my own? Now, the problem I found with recording it on my own at first was that if I'm just myself and I'm not messing about doing different accents and stuff like that, it's really boring. I've got no enthusiasm, no excitement, whereas with this, at least in some kind of character, I can try and be somewhat entertaining to the to the general public. So uh, in this first podcast, I'm going to be speaking about what I do as a profession. I'm a truck driver. I drive here, there, everywhere. And... You know, it's just, it's it's a job that some people find attractive and other people feel, oh, I'm not doing that. So I thought, why not talk about it, give you the inside perspective from a truck driver's point of view. So, <clears throat> what am I going to be talking about? Uh, oh, what I wanted to mention quickly as well was if you've got any uh, suggestions, you know, for like topics or... Uh, anything you want to talk about, just you can you can email us and you can email me on this week's rants at gmail.com and it's this week's rants with a R-A-N-T-S at gmail.com. Now I'm gonna leave that in the description for you. Please try and keep the email somewhat uh, somewhat family friendly because I'm 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 trying to, you know, Trying to trying to start something, maybe to try and start a community. Or it seems everybody doing podcast at the moment. This is is someone famous, you know, like bloody Gemma Collins or something. So I thought I might as well start one on my own and uh, 
try and be a little bit silly, you know, a bit stupid, a bit have a bit of a laugh. So yeah, t- today I'm going to be talking about what I do as a living and the truck driving it is. I, I currently I'm a self-employed truck driver. So what I does is. I goes to different companies, whatever's paying the best at the moment, really. So, <laughs> uh, what I'm doing at the moment, I'm working for Royal Mail because it's coming up to Christmas, and you know, Royal Mail they pay really well. Uh, they pay nineteen pound an hour actually, and it's uh, because I'm self-employed. I just go to and from with agencies and get the best work that's available at any given time in 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 in, in the industry, like you know. So that's what that's what I do. Uh, the pros and the cons of the job. So, like, what I have found to be... Right, first of all, I'm going to talk about the positive. I don't want to start on the, the bloody pros, uh, on the cons. I don't want to start on the cons. We'll we'll end on a bad note, shall we? <laughs> all right. Uh, so, the the pros of the job is, like, you, you're driving around the bloody country, mate, and you're seeing places you'd never normally necessarily see if you, uh, if you say, had a nine-to-five office job where you're set at the desk all day, you're obviously not going to see as much as a bloody truck driver. Now, I found that um, it's, it's good money compared to minimum wages, but you will have to work for that money, so there's not really a nine-to-five job in the truck industry. It's hard to find that sort of thing. You're talking more like 10, 12 hours a day. Those are your, your shift patterns, if you like. Um, in terms of the equipment you're driving, depending on which company you're working for, <laughs> working, working for, depending on which company you are working for, you you know some some places they have really good trucks, other places have really rubbish trucks. So like ten year old trucks that have done a million miles, mate. You know, which is the equivalent of driving around the whole bloody planet when you think of it, or I think it's actually more. So a million kilometers on the clock is not what you want to be driving, but sometimes you do get these companies that change new trucks and they have them every, I'd say, three years, every two, three years, they change them up. So you've got nice new trucks all the time, mate. And, that's, and there's nothing really better. But it, you do tend to find the places that spend the money on the trucks don't tend to pay the drivers as well. So that's always something to, to be wary about. If you're someone who's a cab-happy person, you like the cab to be really clean and new and fresh. Well, probably like Royal Mail, some of their trucks where I work at the moment, they're goddamn like seven, eight years old, some of them. And you look and you think, Jesus, what am I driving about today? What is this going to do? How am I going to get through it? It stinks of urine. Urine, cigarettes, and God knows what else. You know, you can't lie on the bed because it's got so many stains on it of God knows what. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying my best to talk about pros here. Obviously, you can probably tell I've been doing the job a couple of years. So, like, I'm getting a bit fed up with it. Uh, the... Other pros, pros. <sighs> can't really think of any, mate. Really can't think of any. So, what about the cons of the job? Cons of job. So, uh, in truck driving, there is much uncertainty. 
you really never know when you are going to start, uh, what time you are going to finish in the day because you never know what time you start, you don't know where you're going until you get to the site on that particular day and they say, you know, you're going to uh, Doncaster, maybe you come back and then you can change your run after that and we give you something else. But you never know what the something else be. Maybe it be Liverpool, which for me Liverpool is very close. Or maybe it be like uh, Sheffield, which is two hour drive. You know, you go to Doncaster, come back, go to Sheffield, come back. And you are talking maybe 12 hour shift. Um, so this uh, is, is, is a lot of uncertainty in job. You, you know, it's, it's hard for family life. I have girlfriend. I have a little boy. And... Uh, my girlfriend, she asked me, when are you going to finish work whilst I am in work? And sometimes I do not know. I cannot tell her when I finish work because I do not know myself. And uh, it's, it's very, it's dependent on traffic. It's dependent on where you're going. It's dependent on what you start because obviously you start at, say, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, midday. And you potentially work until midnight because it's a 12-hour shift. But... Uh, Sometimes maybe you start at 6 in the morning and you could be finished for 2 o'clock. You really do not know. So when you do get the time and you finish early, you make most of opportunity to use this time for, for good things with family. Um, more pros, uh, more cons, cons of job, cons, cons, cons. This, uh, you do uh, work a lot of hours. So I mentioned before, that the shift lengths they can be eight hours so the, sometimes they can be 10 hours legally you can work up to 15 hours and uh, nobody wants to work 15 hours maybe i say nobody maybe if you have little little friends and little family you live in place on your own and you want to drive truck 24 hours a day to earn lots of money and maybe save for mortgage in shorter time than normal then yes it is understandable why people would want to work so many hours in one week. I mean, when I first passed my class one license, I, the, this is what I drive, by the way, is uh, the articulated lorry. When I first passed my class one license, I, uh, I I drive very much, too much hours, too much work. You know, it's uh, 60, 70, 80 hours in one week. And it's, it's no good for nobody. It's, it's very tiring. Uh, the money is good, but at the same time, if you are in work all the time, you do not have any time to spend the money. It all it all just builds up, and uh, yes, it's good if you want to do that, but it's uh, it's not healthy, man. You have to eat fast food, and because obviously you work 12 hours a day and you're a single man, you ain't gonna wanna cook some food when you get home, you know? You ain't gonna be wanna cook uh, the chicken breast or the fish. To take to work tomorrow it's, it's not uh, you you get home you go to sleep you wake up you smoke cigarette you drink vodka and then you go and drive truck <laughs> no I, I joke i not drink vodka before truck this is very bad you just do not do this but you know you you go to work and 12 hours 13 14 hours and uh, when you get home you sit down for one hour go to bed and then you have to wake up and get ready for work again there is there is no time to enjoy your life so it's another big con people think uh, lorry drivers they earn very good money but uh, well it's because they work twice as many hours as most people so it's it's good money but 
there's a reason for that. It doesn't come for nothing. Now, what is the job like? Personally, I have worked for many different companies. I have worked for uh, supermarkets because I'm self-employed, you see, and I, I rotate my work around. I work for supermarkets, I work for mail companies, for parcel companies, um, I work for general haulage companies. I've never done a container ship of boat when they put on back of trailer and then boat disappear and the truck disappear in other direction and then that uh, the container go to address and you wait and they take off back of trailer and goodbye container drive back to where boat is in port and pick up more trailer. Um, so <coughs> no. Now, I want to talk about, another thing I want to talk about, right, is the fact that, you know, depending on what kind of role you're taking within the HGV industry, it, it really can vary on how it affects your life. So, if, uh, if you're working for somewhere like doing the containers and that, you know that you're going to have a lot of spare time. So if you have got loved ones at home, because you can't be waiting for the containers to come off the, the boat, like, you know, and sometimes it takes up to four or five hours. So if you're wanting to, like, speak to family and that when when you, you know, sat chilling out, waiting, you can get on your iPad or get on your laptop, maybe on your phone, something like that. Well, it, it can be ideal, mate, but... If you're doing stores and you're constantly moving all the time or general haulage where it's a really, really busy job, like you're drive, driving around and as soon as you get to where you're going, you're, you're dropping your tail lift and then you're delivering your pallets, mate, and that's what's happening. You know, there's there's no ifs or buts about it. You've, you've got to get the job done, otherwise you're going to be out of the house for longer time and that's that's not what you want when you're doing stores like and also general haulage like tramping some people stay in in the truck five days a week mate five days a week sat in a truck pulling up at the services sleeping in the bed oh you know like hats off to you mate if you want to do it but i couldn't do something like that mate it's it's just not for me i've i've, I've done it maybe two or three nights on the bounce and I thought I'm not doing this again that I just can't do it mate this is it's difficult like you've got people driving past and you're shaking your bed in the middle of the night and it's just it's just grim mate I, I, I didn't like it yeah fair enough you can stop at services but then you've got people trying to get inside your truck on a night time and I'm not saying it happens every night like but maybe that happens to you once and it's constantly on your mind after that, you're going to be always thinking about, oh no, what if some little cheeky rascal is going to be trained getting in the back of my trailer and I'm just sat here wondering, oh, am I going to be all right? Like, is he going to try and get in the cab with us or what, should I go around and bash him on the back of the head with someone what's in the bloody back of the trailer? So it's tramping. It's, it's, they, they call it tramping for a reason, mate. You've got a, you're basically a tramp. You've got a shower in bloody services. You, you're working like 12, 15 hours a day. And the worst part, what I've noticed about tramping, especially like the, the, the ones who, who do it full time instead of through an agency, 
they they don't get paid that much money, mate. I've I've heard I was speaking to a Scottish lady the other day, and I, I, I says to her, so like, do you do you tramp all the time, like? And she was like, ah, yeah, I do, I. And what I do is, uh, we I get I get paid about six hundred a week as well, and. <laughs> She was saying it to us as if it was some kind of good thing getting paid 600 quid a week. Now, personally, I, I work on the agency. I work through a limited company. And uh, I, I I approach, you know, you can negotiate your rates with different agencies. Um, but also, it's it's so much more money. Like, I've, I can do, say, 50 hours in four days, you know, four 12-hour shifts. And is that four? No, it's forty. Best part of best part of fifty hours, forty eight shift, uh, forty eight hours, and I'm talking getting paid about five hundred and eighty quid, mate, after tax, and that's for four days. And I'm coming home every night, having dinner with me messes and me little man, and <coughs> <coughs> excuse us, don't ever start smoking, man. What a horrible habit. I quit last year, but I did a whole series on YouTube about it and everything. Ended up deleting it not long after because I bloody took it up again and, you know, coughing my head off. But as I suppose it's, it's one of the consequences of just sat here speaking away and away and away. So, um, other road users, oh my God, other road users. So, a lot of the time people, when, when you're driving a truck and that, they don't realise that you cannot brake as fast as them. You cannot accelerate as fast as them. You cannot maneuver as fast as them. You can't reverse into a space as fast as them. But the cars still expect you to be able to perform the same way they do. Now, when you're, say, driving along the motorway at about 50 miles an hour and someone decides to overtake you because the junction's in less than half a mile and they thought, oh, I just need to overtake this truck before I get in. I just need to, you know, I'm going to get that little bit, get there that little bit quicker. Now, there's nothing worse than some guy coming, cutting you up. Because, you know, especially the, the worst ones are is when there's a queue of traffic in front of you and they still pull in front of you even though you're trying to slow down from a high speed. Now, that is an absolute nightmare. It's 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 a nightmare, mate, because you're always slamming up you've always got excuse me, you've always got people pulling in front of you. You know, you you you're slamming on the load ends up getting, you know, thrown all over the place because you've slammed on and then your pallets of pop or whatever have all gone and slammed off to the front and then next thing you know you're opening up a bloody door to an absolute mess and absolute shambles on the back of the trailer and obviously you get to where you're going and they're like mate we're not unloading that so you have to take it back with your tail between your legs and explain to your boss why the hell they wouldn't tip it all oh, because some idiot decided he wanted to pull in front of me to 0.2 miles away from the junction um so the the other old users yeah well even as, as car drivers you'll know there's plenty of idiots out there maybe if you're watching this you're one of them don't be an idiot it's not good for nobody um now there's moving aside from other road users another thing that people need to be aware about if you're looking at getting into truck driving is the taco you know there's um it's, it's basically a card. Now, this card marries up 
to the unit. Now, when I say the unit, I mean the truck and the card is issued to a HGV driver. So you need to have this card to be able to drive a truck legally on the roads for commercial use in the UK. So you put your card in and it records everything. Now, this is sort of touching on cons again, really, but it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, you've got to be constantly aware of it. Now, there's two set of laws that the HGV driver needs to follow. It's the EU driver's hour laws or the EU driver regulations. And there's also the working time directive. Now, the working time directive is, um, they tend to be a bit more lenient on, lenient on that companies. For some reason, I don't know why, but they, they, they tend to say, if you do get an infringement under those uh, under those rules, the working time, they, they, they don't really seem to be as bothered as they do. I don't know why maybe the penalties for companies are larger if they break the EU driver hour, uh, the EU drivers hours regulations, but I'm not uh, I'm not a hundred percent. What I will say is that it's a pain. It's a pain in the ass. You know, you you've got to remember. I'll touch on it briefly. You can't drive for more than four and a half hours in a row. You can't drive for four and a half hours, even if you drive for two, stop for ten, leave it, say, unload the pallet, and then drive off for another fucking two and a half hours. Excuse me, language. Um, if you if you drive off for another two and a half hours, then you have to stop. What it means is you've got a total of four and a half hours accumulated driving time before you have to stop. Now... Most of the time, you're obviously going to stop uh, like four hours, 15 minutes, start looking for somewhere. On Most of the time, really, you want to have a planned way you're going to stop before you set off. But um, yeah, you can you, you drive for four and a half hours and you've got, a, you've got to have a 45-minute break. So when you've had your 45-minute break, you, it clears your driving time and um, then you're ready to go again. But... That's four and a half hours now. That's EU driver's hours regulation. You've got the working time directive. Now, in the working time directive, you've got to have a 30-minute a, a break within a six-hour period. Oh, I think it's a 15-minute break, sorry, within a, a six-hour period. Anything over six hours, you've got to have that 30 minutes altogether. Um, uh, no, so, see, this is it. It's a head wreck. I'm telling you, it's an absolute head wreck. So you've got the first six hours if you have a 15 minute break within that six uh, that first six hours you're covered up to nine hours but within that night up to that nine hours you need to have another 30 minutes to make it up to 45 now what i always try and do is i'll have 30 minutes before the six hour mark that way you know you're covered for another six hours so then you don't have to have another break until you're coming up to the next end of the six hours so the thing is, it's a head wreck. I've been doing it for, what, four years now, and I still, well, not four years, no, 2008, uh, 2017, February 2017, I passed my test. So it's coming up, it's coming up to four years. I've, I've had my class one for over two years, and I had my class uh, two for just just over a year before I got my class one. So it's, it's coming up to four years now in February, it'll be since I first got the keys of a truck. Now... Um, 
what am I, what have I wrote there as a keeper? Whatever I wrote there as a key point, mate, that's completely wrong because it doesn't spell not, and I'm not even going to read it out. Uh, automation, wow. So that's something to be considered. If you're, uh, if you're, if you're one of them, right, and you're thinking, I want to get into the HGV industry. I want to, you know, prove myself on the road. I want to be the king of the road, sat there seven foot in the air, looking down on every other road user. Now. I wouldn't recommend it, really, because trucks these days, they're that advanced that it seems almost that they're going to be driving themselves in the next sort of five, ten years anyway. Um, people say Britain isn't suitable for driverless trucks because, you know, the roads are a bit mad and that, and they, they go everywhere and that, but I don't know, mate. Elon Musk, he's a crazy guy, him, and he's, he, he seems to be cracking it, you know what I mean? He's, he seems to be making it so cars can drive themselves. I've seen a Tesla not so long back. He's driving down the road, I'm in my truck, and I looks down at him, and this guy sat there with a brew and on his phone, and I'm like, what, that car's driving itself, mate? So it, I, I can't see it being very long until they've managed to make it so trucks don't need no driver, but... That's where I want to touch on the the technology because these days you've got like um, cameras cam cameras in, in inside your cab with you and the the pointing at the road but they're also pointing at the driver so you're there and say someone pulls out in front of you and you've got a like a a, a, a cup of tea or a, a cup of water in your mouth and you have to slam on because this guy's pulled in front of you. You're in the wrong because you're drinking a glass of water. Now, they can see that you've slammed on. And because you've slammed on, the camera gets set off. So it sets off and then they uh, they, uh, they get like a, a eight second video before it. And uh, I think it's like a three second video after whatever it was that set the event off. And then send it off to a like a, a third party company and they analyze the data and they'll send it back and once they've sent it back then whatever company you're working for they'll analyze it and they'll decide if you're in the wrong or not but it's up to the company to decide if you're in the wrong or not now like i was saying before if you're having a glass of water and you know some guy pulls in front of you I don't think you're really in the wrong there for having a drink, do you? But then still the company will probably say, well, you shouldn't have been distracted, mate. You shouldn't have been having a drink of water while there was so much traffic around or whatever. But I've been caught in this situation a few times. Well, don't get me wrong. It has happened before where I've, uh, it, it's helped me out. It's been in my favour because I got pulled out, pulled to one side by the company that I was working for at the time. And they were saying, you know, you've... Um, You've like proper slammed on here, mate. What what's gone on? And I've said, well, has the footage not come back yet? And he was like, no, it's not come back yet. So, well, wait for the footage to come back, and then we'll be we'll be all right from there, like, won't we? And the um, footage comes back anyway. Once it come back, they managed to see that it weren't my fault that I slammed on because some guy opened his door on me, like parked up opens his door on a busy street, I had to slam on it, we're either that, or write his car off, luckily the guy shut his door and jumped out of the way just before I crushed him into a millimetre thick human being, but there's a, it can help you, it can help go in your favour, because obviously they saw that footage and they were like, alright, well done there mate, pat on the back, good job, 
because you could have killed the guy if you didn't see him. So that's always that's always something that you know it it, it can it can have it swinging it roundabouts like it can be it can be all right, but um, that's that's what one of the bad things. <laughs> like, um, so right, that's that's just my first attempt. Right, <laughs> let's let's just be let's just be serious. So this is how I actually sound. Uh, that's just my first attempt as a, a bit of a laugh. A podcast. Um, I want to talk about a few different things. I'm sick of hearing of just boring things and you know bad news all the time and really dreary. So I I I just want to just have a bit of a laugh and do different accents. People have said to me, you know, back well, I'm not saying loads of people have said it to me, but a few people have said that I, I can be funny sometimes with accents. So. Well, why not try it? Give it a go. Stick it online. See what feedback I get. And obviously, in doing it as well, I'm hoping I'll get better at them. Now, for obvious reasons, I'm not going to do any accents of um, any different race from my own. I've I've got l- loads of attempts at them, but <laughs> it's just not worth the hassle. Uh, I'm not going to do uh, accents from any other race other than my own. So... Uh, other than that, that's that's pretty much wraps it up for the first podcast. I'm calling it this week's rant podcast. Uh, my name's Ollie, and every week I'm just gonna try and you know do a different accent uh, and di- different accents on different topics, and and just try and have a bit of a laugh uh, in these weird, strange times. Yeah, cliche. I said it, but that's it. That just about wraps it up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Good night.